0: and welcome to the Student Survival Podcast with Jordan and Lucy.
1: In this show we discuss the biggest problems that us students face in our years at university.
0: Follow our social media accounts at Student Survival Podcast to stay up to date with new episodes and have your chance to have a say in what we discuss.
1: And now without further ado, let's dive into the podcast.
0: This podcast is brought to you by TripLicity Productions. Hello. Howdy. Hello. Howdy.
1: <laughs> Let's go for three. Hello. Howdy. And we are back once again with another episode of your favourite ramble in 40 minutes. A podcast as straight as my life <laughs> in oh, terms yeah. of conversation. The students of our podcast, we are back once again. Hello, yeah. Lucy.
0: Hello, Jordan. Episode 27. How are you fucking feeling? That's well, Mark.
1: I know. I think we'll get to about thirty before the end of the academic year.
0: We'll get we'll get we'll get the thirty by the next three weeks. In three weeks time we'll be thirty. Well I hope
1: Oh.
0: I, I mean no, I'm twenty. I'm twenty. Put it there. I, I'm not, I'm not 30. Twenty-one this year.
1: What's an Which... N plus ten?
0: 21. <laughs> Remember when we presented uh, the 21st episode like that and I was like, what's 9 plus 10? <laughs> I love that for us. Mm.
1: I just love how that meme is still relevant.
0: I know, it's so good. I'm drinking Tango again.
1: Tango would?
0: Because I just I haven't ate, I basically haven't ate and shit, so I need sugar.
1: What? You've not ate?
0: No, because they put us on more antibiotics so they're still making us feel sick. Like I should, have been, I should have been weaned off them by now, but instead they put us on another week. Because of my tit. Because if you missed last week's episode,
1: hashtag Lucy's tit.
0: Hashtag get it off your chest. It was I talked about how I've recently found a cyst in my boob, and it's infected. Oh, you
1: missed an opportunity there. It's a cyst and a tit.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's painful. It's painful, Jordan, because the antibiotics they put us on are just fucking horrific. Like, they've been given us so, like, like, really bad tiredness. They've been given us uh, sickness, nausea, um, muscle cramps. I've had really bad muscle cramps. Like I keep getting them in random areas. Like, yesterday I had it in my neck all day. So, it's a bit of a nightmare, really, but...
1: Speaking of nightmares, our biggest nightmare at university is... Dun, dun, dun... Exams and assignments. Got the words right out of my mouth.
0: Skid mm. ski, what can I say? Yeah,
1: a bit like that episode we did way back, back when we actually had a studio, mm. episode
0: six. Oh, yeah. So, in this episode, we're going to be touching on, um, I think I believe it was episode six. Let's just double check because, um, I, I always come to this shit unprepared, like, I'm not gonna lie, but yeah. So, we talked about in an, in an earlier episode, we talked about, um, Group work, time management and assignments, which was I think that was it. A long time ago. Oh my god, yeah, episode six, spot on. Fuck that was literally just a guess. No, it was episode six. Um assignments, group work and time management. Um where we just basically discussed um that it is hard to basically balance your time at uni, but
1: this was when mentioned my- the aforementioned group work.
0: Yeah. It can
1: be very challenging, right, Lucy?
0: I can't even talk about group work. Like, I just I cannot talk about this publicly because I will not stop.
1: Exactly. We've had many conversations about this.
0: I'm going to offend so many people. Wow. Well, I'm going to offend one person if I if I say what I want to say. But
1: we'll skip over. It's just
0: like it's it it's it's just so not like sometimes it's just really not fair, right? That one grade is given to the whole group even though you might not have any creative input you may not be allowed any creative input or in my case you might not have been involved in the in the process the entire time like there was just no communication so you had no idea what was going on zero
1: communication
0: yeah but let's not get too much it. um so, I don't know, have you struggled with assignments and exams and shit? Because we're talking about, specifically this week, we'll be talking about exams and assignments. So, I don't do exams, so I can't really say anything. But I know, Jordan, you do exams.
1: Since last summer, and the... Do you know how last spring went? Every, the world just went nuts. Mm-hmm. And the university was totally suspended. And I mean totally. Like, there was nothing happening. And because of that, all of my second year exams, so that was my video journalism exam, my essential, essential, essential journalism exam, and my public affairs exam were all backbone, were put on the back burner.
0: Don't you have to do media law as well?
1: I did media law in first year. I aced that. Good for you. Media wow. law was brilliant. I loved the media law exams. They were fun.
0: Say we, well, do, add- we don't do exams on media law, but we have to learn about it, but we just don't do exams. So I know basic media law, but I don't, we don't do exams. Like we don't do, a, well, you, you can, there's assignments where you could have included media law and you probably would have got a higher grade if you did and I did because you have to think about them things, don't you, when you produce some content. If it, oh, just, it doesn't offend people.
1: Actually, it's not really necessarily about offending people. It's about more making sure you don't do anything illegal
0: it's like stealing, stealing content and stuff like that. It's more just like using somebody else's name and not giving credit where credit is due. Although offending people is against media law because it's slander. It's like slander on a public platform. So it'd be like... You have
1: to prove dip. Defamatory. What? Oh, there's this phrase that we used to learn in media law. If you're going to ever do defam... Like slander and libel, you have to prove a dip. As in... Oh, it's... it's you have to oh. prove I'll get. i want to load that note up because it's i uh, I've got one note open here. Here, okay. histories. We'll just circle back round.
0: Well, while you're doing that, um, I don't know. I'll, I'd like. I'd like to like. I would like to retouch on like some of the issues I've had with assignments because my my issues with is always been with assignments, especially my first year was time management, because I know obviously I'm saying we're talking about exams and assignments, but obviously it all goes hand in hand. Um my struggles in my first year were just with myself and my laziness because well it wasn't laziness it was just lack of motivation because a lot of things happened in my personal life in my first year um uni overall for my personal life has just been a bit of an unpleasant experience I mean I've had good moments don't get us wrong but like some of it's been a bit shit but with um when it comes to like group work go for assignments it's the worst when you're working with people who just don't pull their own weight so this is why for every assignment, I mean, I'm not talking shit about anyone in our class because I love everyone in our class. I do like, um, like Jordan. You've been in like my class for like a, a couple of modules, and like everyone's put a sound on, and like everyone's great. Sound is a pound. But everyone over the years has realised that they just gel well better with different people. So personally, I gel the best with Joe and Matty, our tech op and our producer. Matty. Yeah. Um, because. I don't know, like we just do. Like we're just that we're just really this is why we're set up Triplicity Productions because
1: Hashtag team triplicity.
0: Hashtag team for TripLip. Ah Um
1: Trip yeah,
0: this is like this is why we set up our own business because we all pull our own weight. And obviously I've only worked like a couple of times with people who aren't in like this little circle, but everyone has like I've had a good experience, but it just it gets frustrating when there are just certain people who don't pull their own weight and I mean, I've been that person. I don't get it wrong, I have. I've been that one person and I've apologized, but I've apologized for it and I've made up for it. Like it's just because of personal shit. That's all it is. Like I've either been ill because I'm actually I get notoriously ill all the time. It's not even oh, a, yeah. I'm just always ill. There's always something wrong with us. And um that's why I've started drinking immune system tea bags that we talked about the other week.
1: Very uh, good. Can we circle back around to that uh media law because I've actually found yeah. what it means? Yeah, of course. Right, this is what I wrote. Okay. When being sued, if, if you're suing for slander or libel, when being sued, they must be proven to be defamation and likely cause serious harm, identification of the person, and the publication of the content to a third party. That is proving dip.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't know when that much, I just thought you could sue people. So it would be like, John. Like, it would be like, if me and you argued, you went away from the podcast, made your own podcast on Spotify, and you were like, oh yeah, Lucy did this, Lucy did that, you'd just be like, that's slander, isn't it?
1: Bible is written, slander is spoken. that's how I always remember, so it would be mm-hmm. slanderous. Yeah. But if I was to offer you a right of reply to that, then that would be my get out of jail card, but if I didn't offer a right of reply, that would be when defamation can be proven.
0: Oh my god. Crazy. There's so much to consider. I was literally having this conversation with my brother today, like, when because we're on facetime and i was i was talking about how when you do projects like like podcast radio tv film you have to consider everything like literally it's not just what you see on camera it's everything before and everything after so it's especially when you're making like documentaries because documentaries to an extent are a lot harder than just making films and tv shows and radio shows because actually right because, like, with docs, you have to you have to be careful, like, because they, they are factual, it's factual television. So, if you're talking about something, say, like, a touchy subject, or not even a touchy subject, but something that represents an entire community or something that's historically bad, then you have to be careful with how you talk about that subject because you don't know who you're going to offend, Like, yes, we're in a generation where people might say it's just full of snowflakes and everybody's going to get offended by something. And I agree. I do think there is always going to be someone who's going to be offended by something. But when you're in media, you have to be careful with that. Like, you have to try at all possible costs to work around that. So when you're making a documentary, your contributors need to be involved because if they're contributing for a reason like you've asked them to contribute to your production for a reason. So they need to be involved because they need to, you know, they need to hear what's going on. They need to make sure it's factually all right. Because at the end of the day, as a contributor, we're representing them and what they stand for and what they work towards or whatever. Like, so yeah, media law just covers
1: everything. Say one more thing. This is quite relevant. If you ever have to defend, like if let's say if you guys had to defend a defamation suit, there's only there's four defenses
0: okay
1: there's truth opinion and then there's a third one's called privilege but it's broken into two which is absolute privilege and qualified privilege okay so i'll just look so your truth like truth it pretty much is very straightforward that like if you can prove it to be true then it's true Honest opinion replace replace what was known as the fair comment, honest comment defense, and it means that it must be your your personally held opinion, recognisable as an opinion. It bases on the probability truth, the, the probability true fact or privileged material, or it does not have to be explicitly or implicitly indicate the face or info or what it's based on. Yeah, those are media law terms, and. Privilege. Now, my this is privilege is amazing. There's two types of privilege. There's absolute and qualified. Absolute is the only time absolute's ever used is MP speaking in Parliament, and we can cover that because it's absolute privilege. Requirements. And the requirements are that it has to be fair and accurate. And qualified is when we're in court. So if like if a, if you're ever in court as a journalist, and the like the defendant says something very slanderous. We can report that providing it's fair, accurate, and contemporaneous, and we won't get into trouble.
0: What's the sun's excuse then? So how come the sun just reports absolute bollocks and gets away with it? Or oh, you know what? I, I think that's just a rabbit hole in it. Right. Is that just a rabbit hole? Is that just like something like that I'm just gonna take too long to discuss? It depends on
1: let's pick let's have a quick discussion, on it. Okay. Let's pick a topic. What topic has the son spoken bollocks about?
0: Everything. Like literally like it's from celebrity gossip to like politics. Like they're just it's it's more of a fact that like, they just misconstrue the truth. Or like the headline will be so and so's done this, but if you actually read into it like they haven't. Something like that, like it's just it is it's more clickbait. You it's
1: know, clickbait. And, it, and as long as they can they can literally say anything if they put the word if they accuse, say, Harry Styles of not wearing a skirt at that, to whatever. Let's say let's let's make a story up here. Let's say Harry Styles has been shoplifting skirts. I don't know where this is coming. This is brilliant. If they report the word, if they report say, Harry Styles has been shoplift shoplifting skirts, and they don't and they don't mention anything else, that could be slander. But if they put the word allegedly, yeah, there's wiggle room. But the sun, the sun's just there. Uh, it panders to every newspaper, panders to its audience and to its readers' prejudices.
0: Oh, yeah, 100%. The Sun, like, even political parties, like some of them, like, lean more towards different political parties, don't they? Do you know what I mean? About
1: like, the Sun and the Telegraph are the most concerned, I'd say, the most conservative leading newspapers in this country. Yeah, the, the Guardian leans quite normal. to the left, or oh, Meghan Markle's there. Do you want to know something? She pretty much her actions involving privacy and that have just been the backbone of every media low powerpoint i've ever watched in three years
0: everybody hates i do like your content articles to like Kate doing the same thing as megan's done yeah, and megan gets it. slated for it like it almost like it almost does question like is this a race thing or is this a woman thing or is this you know like it's ridiculous but anyway we are steering we are steering well off topic yeah. um but it, so
1: wouldn't,
0: yeah. it wouldn't be us if we didn't so assignments ex- exams so i don't know if, if you because i know that you've been doing exams from home how how do you like truthfully brutally honestly how do you actually feel like because for me personally jordan like i don't i don't think it's fair anyway that people people's whole modules or years of education get determined to like literally like an hour and a half two hour exam in just one grade I think that's just a bit fucked up to me but I think that's just because I'm not very smart but you know it's it's also a bit it's not really fair because um people can cheat but I don't I don't really blame them for that for it but pe- like, people are open to cheating like, you can cheat
1: That's just to spell I'm going to that's a bit of a myth. I'm going to dispel that because Mm -hmm. when you look at exams, there's typically two classes of types of exams. There's an open book and a closed book. Open book is where you have access to your notes. Closed book is where it's.
0: I had exams like that in GCSEs where I could have brought like notes in with us, but they obviously had to be checked.
1: Actually, for the one we did at university last year, because during the first lockdown, university was suspended. University totally suspended, everything moved online, we thought temporarily. As part of that, I had a course for MAC 267, which is Essential Public Affairs. I had two exams for that one, the NCTJ, and I also had a module exam. And what happened was, couldn't hold a book exam for the module. They decided to make it an open book exam, which we sat in our own time. Which we had access to our notes, but we were encouraged... To only glance at them, fair credit, I did that. But I also did look. I did read the notes a lot. But
0: yeah, but that's not a bad thing. This is the thing that like, I don't blame you for doing it because if you've got the option, you would. Because everybody wants a good grade.
1: Oh, I just at um, what cost.
0: I'm not trying to like discriminate people for like cheating or like stuff like that because I I would do the same. I would I would be like I'm sorry, but if you can, you can. But I still just don't think it's very fair. You know, like, can't really I do
1: agree on the unfairness of the exams because mm-hmm. when it came to the NCTJ exams, they did slightly differently. We use a platform, the NCTJ, they use a platform called Cirrus, which is like the exam platform. But in order to protect the integrity of the exam when you're at home, you can't really be, you can't really be in you can't really get your boyfriend to stand in the middle of it because you have to go to good training. So what the NCTGA did was they brought the software in called Proctorio. And Proctorio was like a a remote invigilation software that would take over your computer, lock it into one particular website, put it in full screen and restrict restrict your computer movement, as well as keeping your camera, your mic, and as well as logging every keystroke and mouse stroke on your machine.
0: You told us about this, didn't you? Because the owner of the company sold people's information, didn't he? On yeah, Reddit, I'm going,
1: to, I'm going to quickly bring up that story again just to refresh proc. Oh. I do
0: remember you telling us about this, but I don't think it was on the podcast. I think you were like, We were just I think we were just chatting, awesome. I think we were just having a catch up, and you were telling us about this because I was like, What the fuck? What the fuck?
1: Yeah, hit hey, this story, Kate. This was there uh, from six months ago. The Guardian reported it. CEO of Exam Monitoring Software Victoria, apologizes for posting students' chat logs on Reddit. The public chat logs of those exams were put on Reddit. And that was where a lot of controversy came around because exams, if you want to protect the integrity of exams, you have to keep everything locked down. You have to keep everything secure. If stuff like that's going out on the web, that's going to ruin the integrity. Plus, it was the controversial piece of software because of just how much liberty it takes over your machine. Think of it. Think of every, think of every keystroke you make on your phone. And that, that is logged on like apps like SwiftKey keyboard and Samsung keyboard. And it's, that's how they get your predictive text. But think of that, harvesting that a thousand times, not mention every mouse stroke. So if you move to the right-hand corner, they know you moved to the right-hand corner. And then you've got your camera on, and you also have to take a, a full 360 of your exam room, like you said, prove that you weren't cheating. So there's more data. More valuable data. Mm. Then is the fact you've got to hold your ID up to the camera. That data could have been sold on. It's scary how it's scary how much data it collected. And that, and that was controversial. It's controversial because of that. And I didn't like the software because of that. Because my concerns are is how secure are these servers? All it takes is for one person to break, to bypass one security feature and they're in. It's scary how quick you can get into a system. I actually once used to, I used to do a lot of hacking. Like not not I, I was publicly. <laughs> not, but here's the thing, my the level of hacking I went to was never was never malicious. I was never a black hack hacker. I would always hack for ethical reasons or because I was bored. And the most I did was I learned i hacked my computer to turn itself off by making a command front window.
0: Okay. Okay, that's fair enough. I thought but, you were gonna be like, I used to be a hacker. I used to like hack people's Facebook <laughs> Facebook accounts and read their messages. Like, like
1: Oh no, oh no, know. you would not be surprised how easy it is. It is scarily easy. I did four years at take and I learned a lot of things. One, brilliant passwords always work. Two, multiple step verification will save your life. And three, if you create something, people will try and hack it. Shit. It's
0: scary, isn't it? That's so bad. I've never had any account hacked. To be fair, Touchwood, but I know I don't oh no, know. I've had that. loads. Yeah, I know. I've that. had
1: three Twitter accounts. I've had my Facebook hacked into. I've had my Twitter hacked into twice. I've had numerous emails. I am on at least maybe three sucker lists for one email address for spam, which is amazing.
0: Oh, actually, you know what? I keep getting texts from like normal phone numbers saying like oh you're Halifax whatever and I'm not even with Halifax <laughs> and I keep getting texts from like texts quote unquote texts from Sky about my phone bill and I yeah. keep texting my mom because my mom my mom still pays my phone bill let's just not talk about it but my mom still pays my phone bill and I send them to her and I'm like oh Sky's just texted saying this and my mum's like it's it's don't click on any links like it's a hack like it's a it's a scam. So I've had to block these numbers I keep texting us. And I I keep getting them, and today I had another one, but it turns out it was, like, the other flatmate's Greek phone number. She texts us from that, and I was like, oh. (laughs) Because it started with baby. Can you help me with the blah, 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 and then the rest of the message? I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) I shot myself, and I realised it was her as soon as I got the text. But, Jordan, have you been finding it difficult to do exams from home?
1: I will say bluntly, just, it's not the same routine, like, Going into university or college for the exam. Building yourself up in the mind. That so I had a little routine when I, back in the day when we used to do physical exams, like physical room exams. Back in the day. Back in the day, because it feels like 20 years. Ago.
0: It literally does. It feels so much longer than like, like just under a year our lives have been like this.
1: Do you want to know why? It's because... because we're, actually, I watched this doctor guy on TikTok. He's amazing. He explained... Why we feel like the pandemic's gone on long is because we're not making memories so that we can't keep track of time because we're not making memories. But yeah, my routine for going would be I'd always have a decent breakfast. No matter what, you have a decent breakfast on your system. I think it was for my GCSE English exam when I was back at college. I took Jack because we both did the same exam at the same time. Which we went to Greg's, Well, Greg's at Fram. probably will get me away. And we had porridge, coffee, and I believe, I don't know what else we had, but we had a decent breakfast. And then it's just about no revision, no revision, night before the exam, you never revise. You'll, you'll forget it straight away. Really? Okay. i, have, I tell you, tell you this bluntly. For my GCSE maths exam, I did both my GCSE maths and English at college because I didn't get good grades at school. Mm. I never revised for a week before that, before that maths exam. And mm. I came out with a C.
0: I mean, I, I revised. I think it just depends on who you are. Like I I don't know, like I think it depends on your personality type, because I remember because I had to reset my maths in college and for like a week before every night I was doing like three, four, sometimes five test papers and just timing myself and marking them after. And then I went from like low date like middle days to like high days, and then low C
1: and
0: then like middle C's. But I thought, you know what? I can't, I cannot rest on a middle C because I was obviously I sat a foundation paper. So I was like, I can't just sit on a middle C. Oh my
1: god, you actually sat. Wait, you had a foundation paper? Hey my God. I was rather the suckers. I take the new system. Mm. I not... had to do I did the old system for maths, new system for English.
0: I sat the last GCSE exam they put out with grades, like with no, uh, letter grades. With letter grades. And I remember I got told, like, there was so much pressure on it. My God, Jordan, I, I still cry, you know, thinking about because I'm so happy because maths was just that one subject that would not register in my brain. It just wouldn't go through. And I worked so hard to get it, like, so hard. And I can't even tell you, when I found out what got me grade, I just burst out crying. When I found out I gotta see, I just started crying my eyes out because I was so happy. Because it was just so hard. Like for me, it was just so difficult. And I knew as well, because I got told if I failed this last exam, because I re- I sat me GCC the same time as everyone, failed it, sat it again, failed it, then sat on for the last time, and that's when I got me say. But I was told if you don't if you don't pass this, you're gonna have to you- you're gonna have no choice but to revise again, relearn loads of shit. And reset the um
1: the, the new system
0: the new like Greenland system which had A level maths on it as well, and I was like, oh no! Nah. And I remember I just worked so hard and I got it, and I was like, yes! Because it also meant I wouldn't have been able to go to uni because no way was I going to get that exam, no way if it had A level maths and stuff on it, not a chance. And even to this day, <laughs> you, know, you know how irrelevant it is. Like even to this day, like I still i've never used half of the shit that i learned in math to this fucking day so irritating like the other day when we were talking about the business stuff i was honestly just so fucking confused because i wish in school we would have been taught like okay this is how you pay your taxes this is what excuse me this is what you have to do when you get a job or you know shit like that like but instead it was oh, you're gonna learn about fucking different types of rocks Pythagoras' theorem. And and Pythagoras you know, everyone always says, I'm learning about fucking Pythagoras' theorem. What was the fucking point in that? Really though, what was the fucking point? Like, are we like I'm sorry, I've always been a big believer in right? If you want to go further with maths, if you know you could do that level of maths, fine, do it. I'm not gonna stop you. Congrats to you that you can do it. But I think there just needs to be like a a GCSE for just basic maths. Like basic maths, maths that you'll actually use Like half of the shit like I'm gonna say like three quarters of the shit I learned in maths has been absolutely pointless. Like the only things I've used percentages um a couple of fractions here and there um and obviously the basics addition subtraction multiplication division Do you wanna know
1: what it is my book I think juicy were a waste of time oh my god me too <gasps> I think the only time exams are actually relevant to me, I think even A-levels are a pointless waste of time. I agree. The only time exams are ever are truly acceptable is at university level. And, I, and that's because you're specialising, you're doing a very specialist thing, and you need mm-hmm. your skill set. A degree? To me, when you're, when you're at school, you just need to, especially at primary, get your basics out of the way. Yeah, your SATs, your SATs. Are essential because they tell your secondary school what level you're working at. But that could be done through any means. And GCSEs are incredibly useless. Like, yeah, like the only five subjects you need to learn at school is your maths, your English, your science, your IT, and your PE. Your core five maths, English, science, IT, PE. I agree. Actually, I wouldn't even say IT is an essential one now, because we, we've we all grown up with computers, so that's your maths, your English, your science, your PE.
0: But people still need, sorry, I'm stretching. <sighs> people, excuse me, sorry. People still need to be taught how to do, like, you know, use PowerPoint and stuff like that, Excel and stuff like that, because that's not everyone's wrong suit. That's the thing. I found ICT easy, but I and I know quite a few people who didn't, so I still think it's I don't know, I still think it's quite important to still learn it all, but I don't know, right, I don't know if you'll agree with us, right, but I, honestly, if I could stand in front of the MPs, I would, li- like, if I was Prime Minister, right, these are the things I would change, right. Obviously, to
1: France, I would... Prime Minister. We'll to the the
0: you know, my lecturer, and someone in my class told us the other day, I need to actually run for the Labour Party. Like, they actually said, you need to seriously run for Labour, and I was like... They were like, seriously, do some research in it, and that's not what you think. But I told my mom, and she was like, absolutely fucking nutty, you doing that, Lucy. I was like, all right, mom, I'm sorry. Um, but no, like, I would change the whole educational system. I would restructure it all. Because I do think it's a bit of a joke that you work. Like, see, the GCSE students now, okay? So 11 years, so you go from reception to year 11. 11 years of your life, no, 12 oh. years. 12 years of your life, you're working towards... What is it, like, 12 exams? Do you not think that's a bit of a joke? Like, you study and you learn these things how many hours a week, how many weeks in the year, and then for 12 years. You learn all these things for 12 fucking years, Jordan, to sit a couple of hour-and-a-half exams, some two-hour ones, to get one grade. Your whole school experience gets marked on that one grade for that one subject, and then the other one, and then the other one. I think... like saying it out loud it sounds dumb as fuck like damn like who fucking thought of this shit like it's honestly so fucked up like yeah in geography I got a B in geography because most because I got an A in my coursework because coursework is just easier for some people I get that exams are easier for some people but I do just think it's a joke like I think it's an absolute joke because that's 12 years of your life like I was smart John like I had street smart like I knew what I was doing like before I even got my GCSE results I was supposed to because uh, I wanted to do an apprenticeship and I before I even had my GCSE results I beat out a girl for a job with four A-graded le- a, 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 a A-levels and I didn't even have my GCSEs it doesn't take smart. it doesn't it doesn't take like educational smarts to get jobs because everyone in school, like, all my teachers used to call us a drama queen. But look what I'm doing now, I'm making bank on the fact that I'm a drama queen. I'm doing media production. Yeah. Making bank. And it just, it, I think it just goes to show that, honestly, school and GCSEs don't matter. Because I remember my oldest brother telling us this. And he was like, look, because he yeah, was so stressed, he went, look, honestly, he was like, I don't mean to, like, demotivate you, but GCSEs actually mean football in the real world. Like, they actually don't, like... See this. This goes on to my last point as well, and I'm sorry. I know I'm ranting, but it go it links in with the whole working from home thing because they're telling us to make do. Like this won't affect our employment in the future, and I said this in my course rep meeting. And I said, we need like you just need to stop telling us. Like I said this to the lecturers, you need to stop telling us that this isn't going to affect our education in the future, because I know for a fine, damn well fact, that it will, because in the in media right, they're not going to. It's like a normal job, right? See, you apply for... Me and you apply for a job at KFC, right? See if it was a really, yeah. really good job, really, really good money. Just an example, right? They would probably have a pile of CVs that they go through and they skim them. But let's say for a media job, see, Jordan, you were also in filmmaking, right? Let's see me and you submitted our films, right? Let's say you made yours last year when you, when everything was open, you could do what you wanted. to you do. Were, you were free range, okay? But say I made mine this year, through all the circumstances so I still made mine because the lecturer said it was okay right stay with us here stay with us here right so you're telling me right that they would look at yours and then look at mine and wouldn't choose you even though mine's a lower quality and all this but I put just as much work in as you did they wouldn't give me the time to explain the fact that I made that during the COVID-19 pandemic they wouldn't they just wouldn't Jordan and I said this to my lecturers they just they have no tolerance for it They they wouldn't give you the time of day. And it's not them being nasty, but it is because there's so many people the industry is. You what, sorry? It's
1: just the way the industry is. Uh
0: It's because there's so many people wanting these jobs. So, because we're not the only people that are working hard towards being journalists or being filmmakers or whatever. There's hundreds and thousands of other people doing it. It's a tough industry. It's one of the toughest industries, but it's also one of the biggest industries. So I just think it's bullshit me that they're telling us that these things aren't going to affect our employment because they are, and I'm sorry, but I, I said this in the course rep meeting as well, like it's no offence to this first or second years, but really like they're, they're having it a bit easy because their entire degree isn't dependent on this. This is why I don't think it's fair we're being compared to last year's students either, because they weren't shackled with restrictions this time last year. So if they didn't have anything done in time for their, their, their dissertation deadline, which was around the same time that the lockdown, lockdown one was introduced, that's their problem. But if we don't have anything, we have an excuse because this has been our entire third year so far, our entire third year, and a large sum of our second year as well. This has been half of our entire uni experience, and I don't know about you, but I'm still about fifteen grand out of pocket. So, yeah, I just think it's a joke. I think it all goes hand in hand. Really, I think this whole, I think. I think honestly, COVID and everything has actually brought a light how many different issues there are with the education system.
1: Because never mentioned the fact of funding, never mind the fact yeah. that that's there's no such thing as a state school anymore because the because there's no council around schools in any councils now. They're all private academies. So yeah. therefore provision can be different. I, I don't but know. I still, I still think I've had one of the best experiences possible, even though we've been shafted through COVID.
0: Oh yeah, but like it's... Sunland Uni's been great. Like, we've said this before, like, Sunland Uni compared to everyone else has been absolutely fantastic. But I also think, like, I mean, you got to look at students like that Finn lad who died, who killed himself. Well, allegedly... That
1: was an extreme case.
0: Yeah, it, it's an extreme case. But, like, you, we're not talking about the thousands of students who are suffering from mental health issues who... Because they're stuck in these four walls. Like I have an inspection in the morning, John. Like it's obviously it's it's for everyone listening. It's Thursday night now, our usual filming ta- our usual recording time, and in the morning, like Friday morning, I have an, inf- an inspection with my new property manager, and I'm scared in case he tells me to take my photos off the wall and take my fairy lights off the wall because it's you're not allowed them. But I'm just gonna
1: straight up say to him, No, I'm not taking this shit down because so if you're, you be having inspections, I don't. I think that's a violation of privacy
0: well i do but've I've, 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 I've already said like to me mum that before they even come in the door and i've said it to flat me too before they even come in the door um i'm not letting them in if they're not wearing masks i'm just gonna say unless you come at
1: my might be my... COVID?
0: yeah like, a I'm...
1: landlord or property manager has no right to waltz in maybe in legal right he has but in terms of moral right no right whatsoever
0: in the email it said if you're not um if you're not going to be in that's fine and it's like, am I fucking going to let someone who I don't know come into my flat in my room where I've got thousands of pounds worth of equipment? I've got a TV. I've got my MacBook. I've got all my equipment for media. I've got my makeup. I've got me everything. I've got my underwear. I've got everything in here. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to let that happen. Fuck that. But if he tells us to take down all of this shit, like my photos and the fairy lights, I'm just going to tell him, I'm going to straight up tell him no. I'm going to say I'm sorry, but this isn't like any other normal student year where this was just, like, your student accommodation was literally a place where you just leave your clothes. You wouldn't bother really making it look nice or decorating and shit like that, would you? You're just here to sleep and here to study. Whereas now, this is where we are 24 hours of the day. There's no nights out. There's no uni. There's no going to see your friends. That's it. We're here all the time. And I'm sorry, but these are all my comfort items. If I'm going to be here all the time, Jordan, and I'm then I want comfort items in this place, like, I want me candles, I want me fairy lights, I want me me photos on the wall, because, John, I look at half of these photos on the wall, and I look at half of these people who were on the walls, and some of these people I've not seen in months, some of these I've not seen in the best part of a year, so I want, I want these photos on the walls, because I want to remember these happy memories, like, going to parties, and going on nights out, and going for meals, and even just going around my friend's house for, like, dinner, or something like that, like, you know I've got photos of my family on here and all my friends. So no, I'm not. I'm not fucking taking that shit down. No, 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 you can fucking know, nah, No. no no Hey, God, I'm sorry. I feel like I've run ranc- the longest
1: rant. I think that clocked in at maybe ten minutes. That is the longest rant you've <laughs> ever done in the history.
0: It's because, right, I'm aware that I'm very, very guilty for. I'm very guilty for feeling passionate about something and then just going off the fucking hook about it, like just totally popping off about it.
1: See, I think that'll be one if you ever did run for Labour, I think that would be one of your weaknesses is the fact you you get that passionate, you then end off on rabbit you end off rabbit hole in. you'll end up you'll end off starting a speech on education, then somehow random into housing rights.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but I'll be that one politician that everyone can relate really <laughs> to. At least I'm at least I'm passionate. If you do
1: that, I'm your PR. I'll be your spin doctor.
0: You will literally, like, imagine if triplicity gets off the ground, right? You will literally be that person in the office who will be like, Lucy, shut the fuck up. Like, (laughs) stop. That's
1: what PR is. It's just making making sure the traps are kept shutting. All the open, the traps, for good information.
0: Well, yeah, but I know you'll be good at that. But at the same time, like, this this is why I'm happy we do the podcast because I'm aware that I have this issue, but I don't care. Like, I'm sorry, but over the years, I just haven't tried to change it because I'm not going to apologise or change being passionate about things and just wanting to talk about them. Like, I'll never rant about something unless I'm educated on it. So, like...
1: I will say that you you do raise educated points.
0: Yeah, because...
1: But usually I'm sat here going, oh, can I ooh. get them on this one? Can I get them on that?
0: Yeah. I you know. It, well, it's in your nature, and as a journalist. But
1: No, no, this was well before this was well before journalism. This is just me being a smart ass. Yeah.
0: You always do though. Like I never think it's a bad thing to like politically correct your your friends or your family. Like so if you said see if you just said something that was just politically incorrect, like or morally incorrect or whatever. You'd pull us. Just, I, I wouldn't pull you in a bad way. I'd just say, look, Jordan, that's that's not correct. This is it. And then for me, people have done that for me to me before, and I've been like, oh all right, thank you, and then I've been educated, it's not, it's not about people, like, pulling you up, or being a cunt, like, it's just, it's just people, you know, it's just people saying it how it is, you know, it's just people actually helping you, but, I don't know, again, like, this is why I'm happy we started the podcast, because it's literally for talking, and talking is like, the fucking top thing that I can do, like, (laughs) I just talk and talk, but also, I won't lie, I've just been very, very frustrated, like, for the last month with lockdown and uni and even though sun and uni's been great it doesn't mean that i haven't done some really frustrating things um i've just been frustrated with me boob this whole boob situation um i just like shit like it's just shit like you know i've been trying to apply for jobs and i kind of find anywhere it's just so shit like it's just so shit there's just it's a lot of frustrating things but it's why i'm happy we do the podcast because it gives us like like an outlet yeah, it gives us like a 50 minute window a week where I can just pop off. It's probably not healthy that I keep it all all week until one Thursday. No,
1: nope, definitely not.
0: <laughs> oh well, I, I think do. I don't we've try. just
1: ended your counselling session.
0: Like I rang my mum earlier on, right? About you know what, and um, because obviously it all reared its head mostly this morning. So I rang, I rang my mom, and I started screaming down the phone. I was like, "Mom, I'm gonna get fucking arrested for what I do to this kid. <laughs> I'm gonna get fucking arrested." Scream. No, nah, no, nah, I'm only joking, but but yeah, it's um just a bit of a difficult time for everyone, really, isn't it? Like, it's just I mean, I can't I can't talk about me, like I can't just talk about me because it is it's difficult for everyone. But you know, at least both of us have people there. Like at least I have Tati here and some friends. That's a removable, so I can still go and see. And you've got Jack, you know. That's you've true. Got work. You've got another outlet, like you've got work. Whereas I don't, and it's shit, and I actually can't wait to go back to work. Well, but, but yeah. So, that'll happen. So, yeah, as we reach this 43-minute mark, <laughs> it says on my phone. Yeah, I'll wrap
1: it up there. You're
0: going to have to wrap it up. I realise, you know, I realise at the end of these episodes... When I ramble that much, or when we both ramble that much, and we've just totally stayed away from the actual topic,
1: <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? I don't,
0: I don't know, guys, listeners. I'm so sorry that we do this. I really am. Like, it's, I can't help it, but at least it's fun. You know, at least it's actually something new every week. You know, at least it's fresh fucking content. You know what,
1: Lucy? I think when we launch the podcast network of Trip Listen, I'm going to give you your own show called Lucy's Sound Off.
0: Oh, my God, Lucy Soundoff. I'd love that because I would literally sit for, like, an hour and just be like, this situation. Who I'll well,
1: be editing it because it'll be me. I'm going to be editing that one.
0: No, you're not. You don't even know how to use audition.
1: I can learn.
0: Yeah, it's pretty easy. I could teach you. It's actually pretty easy. It's just about, it's about being aware of shit, really. That's all it is.
1: Audition's super... shit.
0: <laughs> I mean... We have had this idea, listeners, about doing like a behind-the-scenes little video about how we actually produce. Oh,
1: we were recording. meant to do that for when we first started remote recording.
0: Yeah, but now, now that we've got a bit more of like an established situation, um, and like in terms of recording online, I don't know. I thought it would be a good idea. I think it's a I think good it's got idea. A certain
1: background wants I mean, I, I probably
0: should do it tonight, considering I've got makeup on. But then I'm also like, no. I don't want to, I'm so tired.
1: Yeah, and my
0: <laughs> it can wait, but if, if you think it's a good idea, let us know. If you if that's something you'd like to see, let us know. Because we can show you from the start, like we can show you like how we set up our notes, how we how we actually organise what we <laughs> talk about, um, actually getting into the episode, how we how we warm up and then when we hit record and then afterwards and how I edit and stuff like that. It seems like yeah, Joe, Joe, and Matty are still very, very, very much involved in the in the podcast. Like they are. Like we still have team meetings with them. Like no team decision is made without them involved. Um, you know everything about the episodes is always done through our group chats. Like they know everything in terms of like again, big decisions. But because of obviously like the situation, it's you know what's the point? Because obviously Joe is our tech op, so there's nothing really for him to tech op here. And because we in call. Yeah, like, and if we're at home all the time, there's nothing for Matty to really produce. I mean, although Matty, my, like, they both still do stuff, you know, it's, and it's undeniable that they both still help where they can. But it makes more sense for me to edit them when we're done because I record them. And then I remember where there's audio mistakes. I remember where there's, you know, things that possibly would both want cut out or whatever, you know. So it's easier for me to edit. So I just do it now. I don't mind doing it. But... For like a, a very large chunk of the show. Joe did it. And Joe uploaded uh, everything. Terrific. So, but I've always known how to use audition. Because it's, it's really easy. It's quite simple. I'll show you. I'll show you one day, Jane.
1: And on that note.
0: On that note. We
1: say goodbye for another week.
0: <laughs> we need to say goodbye for another week. I don't want to. Sometimes I'm just like, you know what? I don't want to end. I want to keep going. Like I'm fuming.
1: Have you quite read
0: no, I've had a kind of tango though, and I had a nap earlier on, so I had a coffee after. But coffee's slowly stopping any effect on me now because I just the only thing that has effect on me still now is energy drinks, which is really bad. But at least I've toned down my Red Bull addiction.
1: Exactly.
0: It was, it was literally all I used to drink. So bad. Um. But yes, as a closing note, again, we are aware that lockdown is very difficult and obviously assignments and exams are very hard on everyone so y'all if you ever if you ever need any help our dms are shit are always open that sounds like our dms are shit our dms and shit are always open you know again and i know i say this all the time but again me and jordan are students too we get it we understand you know so anyway on that note thanks everyone for listening don't forget to follow our social medias at Strengths of Our Podcast and at Triplicity Productions on Instagram. Um, don't forget to follow me at Lucy Louise Nicolaitis. Name is somewhere on the page. You'll find it.
1: Don't uh, worry about the rainbow.
0: And then we've got at Jordan Dodds and then we've got at Jordan Dodds SR or something, isn't it? SRN. SRN.
1: Okay. That's for SR News.
0: Okay. Well, on that glorious
1: note, thank you all for listening and we will see you next week. Good guys. Bye.